What's up, everybody? Welcome into a special pre-Thanksgiving edition of SSPN Postgame. I'm Jude. That's Ethan. As you can see, Ethan's here on the phone. He's being a real trooper with us today. So y'all got to all be in the comments and show Ethan some love because he could not be here right now. He's not with the setup, but he's still making it happen. So uh, we'll just roll right into it, Ethan. Obviously, I believe 118 to 97 or something like that. Maybe that was just the last score I saw. I don't know. But regardless, a dominant win for the Pelicans tonight over the Spurs. Just what were kind of your overall thoughts on this one? The score is misleading. It really it, it, it wasn't even that close. Like it was way, way bigger of a question at all. I think we had one semi run in like the second quarter where it looked like in points and then maybe make another run. But it was quickly gone. On uh, the Spurs doves early on, they let the Pelicans get open lanes to the rim, wide open shots with very little. Just it, we looked completely out of sorts, out of rhythm, no chemistry, not a lot of communication defensively, and then offensively, a lot of silly turnovers. You know, it looked like guys were in the rooms. Um, j- just a lot, a lot of miscommunication and lack of chemistry. It felt like. And, I don't know on a losing streak. I don't know if that, that has something to do with, you know, teams kind of figuring out this and, and knowing how to limit our, our bigger guys. And it also could have something to do with the, the injury. By They're not the big names, but not having Zach Collins, losing Josh Primo, losing, um, you know, all these guys. It, it has an effect on the, on the team as a whole. And uh, they're a really good team. We were talking about that. That we were texting about it. They're a, a terrific playoff caliber team. Zion, like he's a back to all star shape again, and they have Brandon Ingram, who's also all star caliber guy, wing players. So shout out to them. They had a great scheme, and they were able to ex- just kept shooting themselves in the foot. But that's just what you sign up for when you have a young team. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I cut out a little bit in and out there sometimes, but I, I think I got the main thing of what you were saying there, and it's just kind of what you ended with. This is a young team, and I think it's just like I, – I wonder if like real basketball people would disagree with me on this, but the more I've been thinking about it, Ethan, I feel like kind of at the beginning of the year, the Spurs were able to just kind of play more because teams were just getting into the flow of the season. There was less scheme and stuff, and now it seems like there's a lot more like out of sorts. I, I heard you were mentioning that, right? And that's kind of with the turnovers, just missed passes to where nobody is completely there. And I think that's because they're trying to implement – some more scheme stuff. Um, But when it comes to just being as young as they are, like the mistakes are just going to be inevitable. They don't under, you know, they're not to that level of basketball IQ yet. And that's not to say that they can't get there. It's just, they don't have the experience under their belts that, you know, a lot of these other teams have obviously that have been in the league for a long time, understanding these schemes where really this is the first time that they're having to like know what to do in a major role when it comes to guys like Trey Jones, Devin Vassell, um, and Keldon. But just talking about the bright spots um, a little bit more. Um, obviously, I know I know Keldon has been struggling, but I felt like Devin, I f- throughout this whole stretch, he's been able to kind of do the same things that we've seen him do, uh, or that we saw him do at the beginning of the season. He's the one who's been able to stay consistent, and I think a lot of that has to do with his growth. Um you know, offensively when it comes to this bag that we've mentioned a lot. Another thing, I know when you look at the box score, Trey Jones isn't going to look that great tonight. Um, but I think overall, 
Like even tonight, like, first of all, he wasn't shooting well. He found a way to get to the free throw line and then he was able to create. And obviously that's something that he's done, you know, throughout the season. But I felt like tonight he was able to kind of give the offense a little bit of a spark when it needed one, even though he wasn't able to find success. So that that's another good thing there. Um, but, you know, when you look at the rest of, of everything else going on right now, it's just, you know, Dougie's kind of your score when you can't get a bucket. But in this stretch, KJ, just going back to him a little bit more and his struggles, what do you kind of feel like is going on there? I feel like it, it's definitely, it, yes, it has to do with the schemes and everything and them finding ways to make him uncomfortable. But I think at the same time, um, you know, I, that is frustrating him. And it's, I think it's a little bit in his head. Like, I don't think that this is an indictment on him. I think he was able to dominate a little bit more when they were just playing, like I mentioned in the earlier, in the early season. And now it's just, it's a little bit frustrating, but uh, for him, but, but what do you kind of think of his struggles specifically? Yeah, it was bound thing with the team in general. Like we started off so strong, so hot, you know, that, that he come back to reality and we, both are really high on KJ. We think he has a pretty high ceiling. Stars in general, not just exclusive to Keldon. Early on, unless they're like superstar exceptions like LeBron, when they're getting into that, you know, level of like almost an all-star, inconsistency is a constant struggle. You know, bringing it every night and being that 23, 24 guy every single night and giving your chance to giving your team a chance to win very difficult to do. So we're asking a lot of Keldon Johnson. I, I This was bound to have a long-term thing. I think he'll gradually kind of get out of it and find a groove. I don't think for game necessarily by the end of the season, I think it'll come down closer to that 20-point mark. Cult to ask a guy who last year was the second option. I know he was averaging 17 points per game game that much you know what i mean like we we both expected him to be at 20 point mark holes in his offensive game because you can't go from a one-dimensional player to all of a sudden being or Kawhi leonard you know what i mean so mm-hmm. have nights like this where he struggles but i think he will come back to you know somewhere in the middle between where he started which was where he is now which is really struggling to find his rhythm yeah yeah um just thinking about some other things overall that you've kind of seen from this one in 11 game skid here like do you think that I, I feel like more than likely this will continue I think they'll get a little bit of of a rhythm going maybe kind of like over some stretches like we saw at the beginning of the year but I think for the most part this is a lot of what we're going to see now just with the game plans being implemented and stuff um but what are some other things that that you've kind of seen through you ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. About this this stretch. I Just to name some things from my perspective, I feel like, once again, it's 
like running more like concrete, like actual stuff to counter the stuff that other teams are running. And that's just leading to more turnovers because of the youthfulness. And, you know, just it's going to take like a lot of reps to really get comfortable in like running a lot of this stuff and, and learning pop system. Um, but another thing that I guess just this is off topic, but but going back to some good things tonight. Sohan, I, I, you know, Ryan Rosillo tweeted a while ago. He's like, I don't care about the stats like Sohan is going to be a really good player. And, and that's I felt like tonight was another example of that. Obviously, the team wasn't doing well, but you saw his effort and, and, and he just brings so much to the table. Like in four years when it comes to him having like you know, really some time to work on his jumper and just, you know, all of the other things. Cause I feel like we saw more of his playmaking tonight. Um, you know, we've seen his shooting and his offensive game with little pull-ups in the mid range, you know, it's not the most pretty thing of all time, but still like it, it goes in. And so on top of his playmaking and, and being able to defend, you know, one through four really is what it looks like. Um, you know, uh, what starting off first, you know, what 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 are some things that you feel like have also contributed to this one eleven streak? And then just to go off Jeremy Sohan a little bit, what have you seen from him um, that, that have been some positives as of late? Foremost stem from lack of continuity. Um, we are not the same team on the floor games. You know, that's been injuries to guys like Jay Rich. We've had, had many guys in and out of the lineup of the cell. The whole Joshua Primo scandal, which has left our bench unit without a playmaker. But we've all noticed he also has holes as a point guard. That's just not his natural position. Then all our rookie, um, Blake Wesley. Um, um, so there's so many contributing factors. You know, we're, we're still a young team. I hate to harp on that. But young teams, we have so much to learn. It's not just we're still clearly doing and learning how to play within our roles it also has to adjust and learning how to adjust to teams adjustments you know because now we're seeing that team had a scheme against the san antonio spurs had to slow down a Keldon johnson how to eliminate the ball like jay rich and doug mcdermott had a good night but he was struggling on this stretch as well that we have to figure out and unfortunately it's an ugly reality but we're not that that great right now so it's going to inconsistency a lot of ugly mistakes but it's just what we have to live with with and then another thing the game we're gonna have one quarter where we just we're not there it's like we don't we're not even on the court that first quarter it was just ugly ugly basketball and i know the rest of the game wasn't pretty back into a rhythm and and it felt competitive and if you weren't looking at the school or we were giving a more effort slightly better um whether that be the third quarter coming out of the half or finishing games, at some point we're going to sh- shut down. And that's just, it's been a continuous thing. A theme that we're going to have to just live with for now. Um, I'm not just giving them excuses that be fixed overnight. This, this is just a, a symptom of our age and our experience. Yeah, I, I think you really hit it uh, on the head there. You know, when it comes to all the the inconsistencies, it, it's really just youthfulness, you know, rearing its head now that we're really getting into the season. And, you know, I feel like we may have you you get so hyped up for the season every year, you know, you forget, you know, you want to take everything, you know so literally earlier early in the season but i think that's something both of us or myself for sure might have fell victim to and obviously like it i think it definitely displayed like the talent that this team has and i think still yeah. like 
they they showed more than than what we thought. But I'm I'm thinking about it now, and it's like this this definitely happened a little bit last year where the Spurs got some wins over the Lakers. I believe the Clippers back to back like to start last year, and then kind of tailed off as the season went on. Obviously, you had Dejounte there, so that helped. You know, that would have been like you know you'd stay more competitive in a game like this, not necessarily changing the result, but it wouldn't be as much of a blowout. Um, but at the same time, it's really just the youthfulness. I feel like it's just showing itself and it's getting exposed, you know, over this over this uh, 12 game stretch. For sure. For sure. Yeah, well, I think we'll just wrap that one up with this one or wrap this one up with that, because there's really not too much to talk about this game. I saw a lot of y'all making some funny comments earlier. Zion was definitely destroying the D tonight. He was penetrating the interior. There's no doubt. Um, and he was dunking on uh, our paint, if you will. You know, so I mean, but we were talking about that and we, we could just end off with a little bit like that. Like the the Pelicans with Zion healthy, like I can't wait to see them in the playoffs. Yeah. We touched on it a little bit earlier. Um, they're going to be a problem for anybody. Um, but yeah, this young Spurs team, they've got a lot of problems within themselves, but it's okay because they're young and they're supposed to, and they're going to have to work it out this season. And, you know, I, you kind of like the little bit of the, the hot start to the season, not because, I mean, yes, it showcases the talent, but also like, it's really insignificant whenever it comes to percentage for draft lottery because of how close it is, like as the season progresses like right now you know the the Rockets have three more losses than us obviously they'll get better win some more games we were talking about that but you know some other teams still might be below the Spurs right now but you know those lottery odds it, when you eventually I think the Spurs are going to fall into kind of what we thought in that bottom five of the league um, maybe at least bottom five of the West um, you know the odds aren't going to be um, what's the word it's just not as significant as we've mentioned that much like you don't have to you can be just in that range and you're basically gonna have the same percentage chance or, or a much better chance than everybody else even if it's 14 to 12 like at that point you know yeah you're exactly. gonna have to roll your dice in the lottery anyway mm -hmm. yes sir silver line is that number one pick <laughs> you're right right it's hoping for a lot but any final thoughts from from you ethan kind of just to wrap this episode up I'll be at that Laker game Friday. Uh, I could just witness LeBron James' comeback <laughs> next that's on You think fire. he's going to play? Still full, all, all signs point to yes. Uh, right. The, the Lakers, that's their saying today. <laughs> Sean and, 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 and Bill were saying that. that so, uh, I, I, I haven't seen that. I can't hope. Hope he does. I kind of hope he does. I, obviously, you want to see him, but <laughs> I don't even like him. But I want to see. I'd want to see him if I was you. So, get a base. See him and just turn oh, turn on. This is the term. KBD revenge game thirty five for oh, show. <laughs> for sure. Alrighty. Well, we appreciate y'all for tuning into this episode of SSPN. We're going to be back uh, probably sometime over the weekend, maybe Sunday. I don't know. I'm going to College Station this weekend. Um, so you're going to that game. I'm going to LSU game. I, I, but I need to get out to a, a Spurs game at some point. It'll happen this year for sure. I think I might go to one of the games in Austin. But uh, that would be oh, fun later in the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyways... We appreciate y'all for tuning in to SSPN. I know this was a little bit of a shorter one just with Ethan being on the phone. I didn't want to keep him too long. So we appreciate you guys so much for hanging out. And I no, no, I, I mean, I know you were willing to, but, you know, just being at home yeah, and I everything know. like that.
<laughs> so anyways, we appreciate y'all. Go Spurs go. We'll be back at least, even if it's not this week because of Thanksgiving, it'll be sometime next week and kind of Ethan will be back in his setup and we'll really kind of break this down a little bit more with some questions from y'all with a live or something. So anyways, we appreciate y'all. We'll catch y'all in the next one. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you enjoy. Follow us on Twitter down below to stay updated with everything. And we will catch you guys in the next one.